This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here. And join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a take the automotive trivia challenge, unwrap your fortune of the week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It's Carm Capriato. It is Tuesday. It is 12 noon, and we are coming to you live from the Dorman OE Fix Studios. Can you believe? Yes. So excited about having Dorman come on as the sponsor for Aftermarket Weekly. Uh, it's, it's a big thing because it's going to be Dorman who's going to bring you, bring this to you each and every week. We're excited to have them on board. Great company, great people that I've been working with to, uh, to come here. I wore a tie specifically for my guest, Greg Skolnick, and number two to kick off the year with Dorman on board here. Um, we have a guest host. We have a lot of chatter, a lot of fun. We do a fortune and we see a virtual shop tour. Most exciting thing. Look who Who's here but Mr. Greg Skolnick? He's in the house. Yes, excited to have Greg here. Let's bring him on. Hello, Mr. Skolnick. I love the part where it goes like this. Yes. <laughs> I know. You're an hey, excitable Carm. guy. Good to have you here. Yeah, I just got to calm down. You know, I have to namaste. Namaste. Exactly right. You got you to gotta have that. Mm. It's a Zen thing. That's a Zen thing. Hey, you're here to talk about profit sharing. Um, excited to have you here talking about that. Oh, good. Thanks. Thanks. Um, it, I think um, the folks that know me so far know I'm kind of a nut about this kind of stuff. I think it's a holdover from when I was um, an employee and abused terribly by my employers and vowed that if I ever had an opportunity to be someone else's employer, that I wasn't going to do that to them. And uh, so... So I think that I sometimes go overboard the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're an advocate in the industry for a lot of things, and I want I want to cover that in a little bit. And one of them is a four day work week for your team. But we're right. also going to have a virtual shop tour today, and it will be at MotorWorks in Rockville, Maryland. How about that? Let's show a picture of the place we're going to go to. It's your place. And instead of... It's an old shop. It's an old shop, but that's the yeah. best I could find. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to have your client care coordinator, Sarah Prell, mm-hmm. give, us, give us the tour a little later. So great. Thank you for all of that. I don't know if anyone knows this, but Aftermarket Weekly is now a podcast. So excited about that. It's on Amazon Music. It is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Aftermarket Weekly. And this show, if you don't get it live, and a lot of people don't, we understand that, you can listen to it as you go. You can catch the wisdom of my guest, hear the, the fun stuff like we do with the, you know, the trivia and the fortune, and also actually hear, hear the tour. And if it excites you to the point that you can go back to the website and actually watch the tour. T- today's trivia is what expensive luxury car was built in Buffalo, New York? Now, you know, that's my hometown. What expensive luxury car was built in Buffalo, New York? Well, Greg, if you don't know, you'll find out at the end of the show. I'll tell you that it must have snow tires. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I can tell you. Uh, that's just too, too funny. The, the website has a lot of great features, and one of them is the books page on the website. And I just want to remind everyone that if they go to remarkableresults.biz forward slash books, 
this is only like I think a six or seven or eight of the books. I think there may be about fifty of them listed there. In case you're listening and says, "Oh, what was that book they were talking about?" Go to the books page, and you'll find it. We also had a couple of episodes. Let me tell you about the, the recent episodes that came out. Uh, Sarah Frazier, truly a millennial expert because she is one. That came out today, episode 603 with Sarah. If you're not millennial proof, you need to listen to this, not only from a customer perspective, but from an employee perspective. And we did a great episode with Dr. John Passante, great friend of mine, and Phil Moore on the benefits of brainstorming. I mean, we went all over the place with this because it was kind of almost like a brainstorming podcast. They were just kind of tossing things around. You'll pick up guaranteed one new thing with that. Well, look at, uh, before we get into Greg, I, I want to pay homage, of course, to our new sponsor who's coming on board. And let's talk a little bit about Dorman. Hey, you know Dorman gives people greater freedom to fix vehicles by constantly developing new repair solutions that put owners and technicians first. Now, by always innovating, Dorman has led the way in growing the aftermarket. Now, here you'll see a few examples of a Dorman OE fix. An OE fix is a Dorman repair solution you can't get from the original equipment manufacturer. And it means they found a situation where they believe the OEM wasn't giving repair professionals what they wanted, so we fixed it. Everything Dorman does is centered around providing customer value, both in the quality of products and the creativity of solutions. Our engineers and designers, well, they go out of their way to save repair technicians time and save vehicle owners money. Hey, you want to really go under the hood? Take the Dorman virtual tour on the web at dormanproducts.com forward slash tour. Hey, thanks so much to Dorman. Now, Greg, let's jump into our profit sharing discussion. I'm excited about this. Thank, thank you for bringing this to us. Well, I guess you're welcome. Um, I, I guess you sort of ask, why would you want to do something like this? I mean, yeah. why, why, is any, why does any shop owner want to do a profit sharing plan or a 401k plan? And it would seem to me the obvious thing is to, um, is to take care of your employees because, you know, that's the right thing to do. And if you want to, I think it was Bob Cooper that said, this is the oxygen uh, nowadays. And so you've got to, um, uh, you got to figure that you're going to, th- this becomes part of your benefits package, you know, and, um, e- and in order for us to attract and retain the top talent, we're going to have to get off our butts and do something about this. I, I totally agree. Now, I know you brought me some statistics. Uh, 88% of workers view a 401k or similar plan as an important benefit. Uh, we are spending money on benefits for our people. But a retirement or profit sharing plan has some tax savings, not only for the employee, but for us. Well, actually, it's interesting because, I mean, there there's so many different types of plans um, available, um, individual 401ks, traditional 401ks, uh, safe harbor 401ks, uh, simple IRAs, a profit sharing plan, a regular profit sharing or a new comparability profit sharing plan, or even a defined benefit plan. This is like right over my head. Wow. So that's one of the reasons that I think we need to get uh, hire a professional and uh, somebody with a CFP after their name. And um, I, I know I've got mine. And if anybody wants to know about mine, I will um, uh, just hit me up at greg at motor-works.com. And um, I'll be happy to share that with you. Uh, not to, I don't want to give any one person a plug, you know. That but kind of first thing. of all, that's so smart. Don't do this alone. Get a professional to help you, a certified financial planner, right? Right. Yeah, yes. Yes. And, and you need to find somebody you can trust. 
and um, I can tell you, I have tremendous trust in in the one I'm working with. Yeah. Um, and he goes to bat for me all the time. As a matter of fact, we're we're actually changing the um, the platform, which is uh, which is uh, something we don't do very often. Uh, that we're working with from one company to another company, um, and he steps in there right with me, and he knows that, that questions to ask, and it's a process, you know, to go to make these changes over. Yeah. So, um, so I just think it's one of those things when I get back to like, why would you want to do it? Um, it makes, it makes total sense for the employee and it makes financial sense for you, the owner. Um, and I will tell you this there, my particular plan has two different classes. There's a class for all the employees and then there's a class for the owners. Because of that, I'm able to, um, as an owner, essentially take a pretty good sized chunk of the amount that we put in as a discretionary uh, amount at the end of the year. And I get to keep the lion's share of that in myself. So not only do I get to keep the lion's share for myself, that I build up my own retirement, the tax savings that the company uh, receives make it super valuable. And let me just say this. I know we only have a few minutes to talk about this. And I, I know you wanted to talk about this in more depth later on and we will. Um, here's the bottom line for every, and I, I've heard this from other shop owners, like it's too expensive. I don't have money for that. I can't spend money on this. And you know, that's BS as far as I'm concerned, because for every dollar I put in to this program, I'm pick, pulling out a minimum of a dollar five in my pocket. And, and uh, some years it's dollar 14. I think it went up to. So, I mean, I'm putting in money and making money back just through the tax benefits and, um, I think the year that it was a dollar five, we lost, I don't know, $10,000 in the market or something like that. It was like a, a bad investment year, but we still made money on this. Um, so it's kind of like, it, it, it's a no brainer, folks. You take the money out of your company and you pay tax on the income or you pay your employees some money, keep some of it for yourself and pay less tax on the income. But if you take the total amount, it pretty much comes out as a wash. Greg, the discipline of savings gets started yeah. with your people. I mean, I can't imagine someone down the road someday says, well, it was Greg who helped me get going. Well, let, let me just say this. Um, when, when we first started this, the, the, especially the younger guys that are working with me, um, they didn't see the value in it. No, no. At all. I mean, it's like, oh, no, I can't take money out of my, my wages. I, I don't have money for that. Um but I, I was able to really talk them into like, even if it's five bucks a pay period, come on, you got to get used to doing this and really comes down to um, it becomes automatic. And, and, you know, as well as I do that when you have kind of like a car payment, you just get used to having it and it's, it's just there. They don't even think about it. You just end up living at this level and this money is automatically being shoveled in there for you. And our plan, um, the company, ours, ours is what's called a safe Harbor program. And so um, I'm putting in 3% of their wages in for them every pay period. Okay. And um, so the idea is, is there's, there's a bunch of reasons for that, but um, the main one is that um, paying money all year long. So you get the, a time value of money being invested over sure. a period of time and actually it's benefit to them. It's not too expensive. You, you, uh, if, if I weren't to do this and we did this back in 1995 at the bequest of my accountant at that time who said, this is, this is how it is. You're going to either pay the money in taxes or you pay the money to your employees. It works out pretty much the same way. And I'm like, that's a no brainer. And so it was a big pain in the neck to set up initially. I won't lie to you about it. Um, but once it, once it's going, it's like, 
it's, it's there. And now we've got, I've got plenty of money to retire. I don't need any money out of my company, uh, to, to retire. Um, we, we have it, you know, and it's like, I, I feel so much, there's such a weight taken off of me. I know there's a lot of guys out there and I don't own my building. Okay. There's a lot of guys out there that you own your building and good on you. I think it's fantastic to own the dirt. It's wonderful. However, you have to sell it in order to realize the benefit out of that and, you know, the savings out of it. And, and in most cases you can, but either sell it or rent it to the next owner. Um, and, and yeah, it's not a bad idea, but for me, um, I'm kind of like looking at, well, the money is there, the money is here. So um, I, I'm good. I'm good with it. You know, it, it obviously makes your succession planning a, a little different. Uh, you've been able to amass some wealth, during your sure. trip through the fun things that you love to do, fix cars for people, right? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, well, sure. man. Yeah, but but sure. I, I I love it. So so here's the deal, uh, gang. Uh, Greg and I will bring his financial planner on. We'll do an in depth podcast. We'll get into this a little deeper. You know, in eight minutes, it's difficult to explain. All the benefits, Greg, and all the great reasons you do this. But there were a couple of things that excited me. Making 5% up to 14% on your money isn't isn't a bad thing. There were years in investment land. I don't know if you remember back then in the 80s and all that. It was 22, 22% you're making on the money. So it's like, of course, there were... There's only been like one year, I think it's 2008, I think I didn't put any discretionary money in because it was just like throwing it in the toilet. That's right. <laughs> you know, so, but, <laughs> uh, and, and we haven't decided what we're going to do this year, <laughs> but we'll probably still do it. So before I let you go, how did you finally convince the employees that this was a good thing for them? I think it really just kind of came down to um, looking them in the eye and say, look, trust me on this and you'll see. You know, that's kind of how I've done it all along. It's like, look, just trust me and you'll see. Just give it some time and you'll see what I'm talking about. And the guys, I did have one guy who's retired from us now and he's loving it. The only way he could have done it was through this process. Right, right. Uh, I got another guy who's getting up there a little bit in uh, in age and um, and he's, he's shoveling it away. He's at 15% now, putting away 15% of his wages all the time um, because he needs to catch up a little bit because he wasn't doing as much early in his career. Well, I don't want to go into too much detail. We don't have time because I was going to ask about match programs and, you know, flexibilities and taking it out and all that stuff. We can, we'll save that for another time. But sure. I think, I think you wet, uh, the interest. Uh, you know, Greg Buckley says a great topic. Please do an in-depth discussion on this. And we will, Greg. Thanks for being sure. here and hanging out with us. So look at, um, thanks, thanks for this. Hang out because we are going to get ready to actually have a tour of your place, uh, coming up. Uh, don't forget everyone. Every episode is archived on the aftermarketweekly.com website. By some time later this afternoon, this episode will be up there already. Uh, coming up for on the Academy this Friday, we're doing a, uh, a show called Proof of Concept. And basically, it's if you were very super successful doing... Um, what you're doing to survive COVID, there's probably some reasons for it. And we're going to, it's called the proof of concept. And we're going to talk about that. And it's time to do a fortune. Greg, I have a fortune. I, I'm opening up a fortune for you, Greg. Okay. Here's your fortune. Mm. Uh, I want to give you your fortune of the week. It's always a big highlight of the show because sometimes this is really heavy stuff. A short pencil is usually better than a long memory any day. 
It's always got to be about short people. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A short pencil is usually better than a long memory any, any day. day. Well, That's a good thank you. I, uh, as everyone knows, I just opened my lunch. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I just opened my lunch. Hey, let's go out and get ready to do our shop tour. You all ready for this? Hey, bring on Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? Prettle, Sarah Prettle from okay, MotorWorks. Good to have you here, the client care coordinator. How's Greg to work for? <laughs> really? On camera, huh? You're going to ask me that on camera, live, and in color. Yes. Best boss ever. Hands down, 25 years of working in the uh, the world. Good compliment. Great. Co- hey, let's see the place. Let's see the place. All right. Front of the shop, right? And you'll yeah. see we look a little different than our neighbors. They're beige and green and we're not. Got it. We're red and white and we go the length of the building. Those new doors, Greg, when did we get those? That was last year or the year before? Uh, it was at the beginning of last year. It sure does dress up the place, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And once we get inside, you'll see they they add a ton of light. But so this is what the client sees when they pull up. These are our dedicated you pull here parking spaces. And then this is the key drop box. So you'll see each brand that we work on has their own box. It just happened to work out that we work on six brands and there's six boxes. Paul might have thought about that when he ordered it or Greg, depending. That's our night drop box area. So you'll see they have instructions, envelopes, pens. New pens are put out every day. Thank you, COVID. That is where they put their envelope or my loaner keys. So if they took a loaner and they're going to bring it back after hours, they put it right through there. And then you go through this door right here and you see my lobby. It's very little. But small but mighty is a saying for a reason. And it works out real well because it keeps visiting to a minimum. Well, let's let's stop for a moment and look at that, uh, the graphics on the wall, the words. Those are, that's a, called a wordle, by the way. That particular graphic is the wordle wall. And I'm going to just give you a little tilt. Nobody gets sick, okay? <laughs> so that gives you like the best, trying to get you like the best aspect. It's cold outside, guys. So I'm trying not to go back outside. But it does the whole wall, you see? And so if you get real close to it, you'll see it's like a vinyl wallpaper and it's printed with all the different words that we pulled from our mission statement and made them different colors. And if you'll notice those, those blues, the little, it's like a pale green and the camera might not be able to show you that, but that part of the desk that looks blue because lighting is, there you go. They match. Yeah, I see that. Okay, very good. So that screen right there, unfortunately, we bumped something upstairs and it won't work right now. So it normally has our testimonials that are in this binder. Okay. They've all been put up on a screen and they kind of cycle through. And this is our washroom with its fancy little sign. Wow, some fabulous ideas already. Unbelievable. This is my welcome board. And are those customers for the day? That's today's list of clients that are coming in. And I try to do like a little seasonal situation at the bottom. So I change it, you know, when it says Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, that kind of thing. So they walk in and there's a whole little reception area. And there's a place for them to sit pre-COVID and coffee area. Those are our water bottles in case they need a water bottle for the day. And that is an air purifier. Because 
safe and sound. We're trying to keep everybody as safe and sound as possible. Great idea, Sarah. Yeah. So if you have a lobby and you're going to have people doing while you wait oil changes and stuff, putting an air filter or air purifier right there where they can see it. I mean, that's, that's gold right there. Is that, let me, let me ask a really tough question. Is that eye candy or is there some kind of science behind that? Greg will jump in and give you the science on that. But yes, it's it's like a, there's a UV light that sanitizes the air as it goes through. It's a HEPA and filter too. HEPA filter too. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, perception's king, right? We all know that. So we want them to see the things that we're doing to keep them safe. We also want to keep them safe. So it's a dual purpose, but Got it's it. there. And then another thing that we want to do to keep them safe is reduce double touching. So we ask them to keep their pen and okay. we put the sanitizer right there for them. And then the clients, usually when they're checking out, if they're going to do contact lists checking out, they'll never come in here. We'll leave their keys in their car outside. We'll see them when they pull up through the window, right? So they pull up, we bring their car, they do their credit card payment over the phone, and then they'll never come here. But if they sit here, if they're going to come in and check in, you'll notice these tiles on the floor, they're 12 by 12 tiles. So we usually do a really good job of making sure the person that sits in this seat over here backs up so that the person sitting in this seat over here is six feet away. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So technicians are outside that door. So this land in here, I'm going to do a little quick circle for you. This is, this is the tech free. They come in here to help to talk that kind of thing, but this is client lobby and service advisor land. And around this corner, that's Greg's office. <laughs> but unfortunately, COVID ruins everything. So we don't get to see him every day. So that's that's your office, Greg. Hey, look, I made you a sign. Did you see your pretty sign? Yes, I, I did. And I love that idea. So it says, believe there is good in the world, but it also says, be the good. So, you know, be Just the change. Just a friendly reminder. Right. Be the change you want to see in the world. You just got to live that. Exactly. So I Greg's like office is still here and we like to see him come in from time to time. So, you know, we, we're only using it for storage a little bit. We won't talk about that. So <laughs> this is my land. And as you can see, I might be a little organized, but they call me the unicorn. So I got lots of unicorn paraphernalia that people yeah. bring me. And you got to remind yourself every now and then. It's what awesome looks like. Yep. And yes, that's coffee, but that's also water. So no, I'm not double fisting it. Let's go out to the shop, Sarah. Yep. That's where I'm heading. This is the door that takes you out there. And you see that the clients can see it too. So if they're back here, they can see right inside. They can see everything's, you know, in motion. Now I'm going to ask you to please bear with us because we just did a pretty significant, not really renovation, but refresh. You see that red line with the gray underneath it? Okay. It used to be Honda Blue. So over the break, Greg is awesome. Did I mention that he's the best boss ever, by the way? I might have. You did. You did. But he is. And so we close the week between Christmas and New Year's. And so usually we use that time to do something. So this year we did the paint. And so this is what it, the door looks like on the other side. I just came through that door. This is dispatch. So you'll see we put the files up as the technicians. They got to check it out. And then they finished checking it out. And Paul and I need to estimate what needs to be done. And then it's waiting for its parts. And then it's ready for repair. The parts are here, back inside this store. That's where it goes when they're all done. So the file has a 
a system for where it lives. And that way there's nonverbal cues for what needs to happen. If for whatever reason I get hit by a truck, Paul will know what needs to happen or vice versa. We also use a, uh, we use the bolt on tablet. Oh, right. Yeah. For technology. Yeah. That's sort of the backup part. Yeah. You know, it's amazing what paint can do to a place, right? It just kind of really freshens and changes and makes it look sharp. It's just right now we're still in the process of, you know, just because something's been in one place for 40 years doesn't mean it has to go back to that same place when we re, re, reconfigure. So How many lifts? Two in each bay, one in the front and the one in the back. So that Sienna's on the front one. The back one's empty because I'm standing in it. Then there's one there and there's there. Seven. So there's seven total. Yes, two in each bay. And then one in the alignment bay, which is through here that up there that's the changing room and storage for stuff that we don't use very often and this is please be safe but if you can't be safe be clean right you know that kind of thing storage tire machine and compressy things it looks like you guys have really optimized every square inch it's a total of 3066 square feet including uh. the office Wow. So I mean, it's we have tiny. To. Yeah. You have to. But we have I seven mean, bays out of it. Um, we're working only 200 days a year. Um, and we're doing, uh, not including this particular year, 2020, but yeah, we don't count to that, that point, um, we're somewhere around 1.2 a year. Out of 200 days, that's not too shabby. Not but yeah, at all. as you guys can say, utilize every single inch that you've got. Well, Sarah, I want to uh, thank you so much for this incredible tour, and Greg, for you sitting on the sidelines watching this. I'm sure, I'm sure you were very proud to, to see your place like this. Uh, wonderful, excellent, Sarah Predel from uh, the the, the uh, client care coordinator at MotorWorks, along with owner Greg Skolnick on the show today. Thank you so much. Um, now, Greg, let's do our trivia. What expensive luxury car built in Buffalo, New York? Well, it was the Pierce Arrow. Pierce Arrow Motor Company was an American motor vehicle manufacturer based in Buffalo, which was active from 1901 to 1938. Although best known for its expensive luxury cars, Pierce Arrow also manufactured commercial trucks, fire trucks, boats, camp trailers, motorcycles, and and bicycles. And the, the, the factory is still there. The offices are still there. And guess what? They're repurposing it and making it you know, apartments and, you know, in, in space. So, yeah, Pierce Arrow was very big part of, of our world out here. Hey, look at, uh, thank you all so much, Greg. Appreciate the, the great talk. Let me add Sarah back to the stream. Great talk on profits, Sarah. Excellent, excellent tour. We sure appreciate it. And we, of course, welcome Dorman OE Fix to the show as our sponsor. They're the reasons you're watching this, everyone. So uh, until next week, Greg, thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, Dorman. And we'll talk soon.